All right, what's up? I'm Trent Windsor. I'm Rex. I'm Chris. And uh, we are here to talk about music. Specifically, we have there's this great website, Pitchfork, and they, <laughs> we're all laughing because sometimes it's great, sometimes it's not. But uh, they do have this metric for music they think is worth listening to, and it's best new music. If they want to highlight some new release, they'll say that this is best new music. And uh, sometimes we're convinced, and sometimes we're not. Uh, but we'd like to talk about whether certain albums deserve that title, Best New Music. So today we have decided to talk about Schlagenheim by Black Midi. Now Black Midi is a post-punk experimental rock group from England and Schlagenheim is their debut album. Um, I personally, uh, well me and Rex both we kind of had mixed feelings about this album on our first listen. Chris, uh, you know, Chris isn't as much of a music nerd as, as Rex or I, um, no. so he's kind of a fresh. He's a, he's a fresh listen for all of this. So we both had some. Uh, me and Rex both had some mixed ideas about this, some mixed feelings. But I'm going to argue that this album does not deserve to be best new music, and Rex wants it to say that it it does. So I'm gonna let Rex start because I feel like he has some pretty strong feelings and some uh, some deep thoughts about this one. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. So um, I went ahead and looked up the Pitchfork article, and I'm not gonna do direct quotes or anything, but Pitchfork gave it an 8.2, called it best new music, and uh, their little their little quip at the beginning says the London guitar band's debut is twitchy, hair raising, always on the move. They harken back to a more esoteric era of indie with a magnetic and dazzling style. So I I came across this album about three months ago, I think. I'm not sure exactly. It came out in like June, June 2019. I came across it probably about three months ago. Um, and lately I've been getting a lot more into like the experimental side of um, music. And I wouldn't even say experimental, more like the post-rock experimental. Uh, post-metal, stuff like Godspeed, you know, like, um, even Explosions in the Sky do make safe think. And listening to this album, you, you get specific vibes, like, it's it's a bigger group, you've got a lot mm -hmm. of people, and they, they mesh together really well. Um, the guitar is very trippy, it, it goes through almost like a choppy style, but you can tell that the guitar player has some kind of really good training. Um, each individual member of the band has a great uh, sense of rhythm and sense of of understanding the style of the music that they're going for. Um, I think the last thing I, you know, in my my little introduction for this is uh, it. As much as it felt like a ton of noise in specific parts, there was a lot of very intricate and difficult music styles and very intricate and difficult music rhythms that, that caught my attention every single time. Just from the get-go on 953 when it's playing, um, the it, it starts in a 5-4 feel that just feels like 4 and has some really choppy guitar parts, very repetitive, but also there's, there's something in the repetition that really brings out like a... 
I don't know how else to say it, but like a a a, a musicianship that is just almost unrivaled in in a lot of the music that you hear today. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you want to play? You want to play that song so Chris can kind of hear um, what you're talking yeah, about? Totally. Totally. I, my handy dandy Bluetooth speaker. This is 953 by Black Midi.
Rex was saying some things while we were listening to this song and wanted to repeat, so. Yeah, so, <laughs> I mean, giving it a good listen again. Um, there are parts of it that I love, parts of it that are a little harder to get behind for, for some people that aren't usually used to the style of music. But um, one thing that I love about it is it's got prog elements, it's got shoegaze elements, basically any type of indie rock that has ever been made, you can pull a little bit of something out of it. I mean, even to the singer's voice, like the singer has an extremely unique voice, um, kind of a mid-rangey, doesn't get too high, but... Um, one thing I wanted to focus on was, again, the 5-4, just, just how cohesive they are. And they're doing this 5-4 throughout like, the entire first minute of the song. And then the last little bit when they're like going from a tempo that's you know 200 BPM down to this like 50, like it's, it's really impressive how solid they are as a group together. What do you think, Chris? Let's just start uh, listening to that one there and listen to the album a little earlier to go. I, I can kind of see it's a good start to the album. It carries it through like you can see. And we, we talked about this a little bit, the cohesion. There isn't a lot of that throughout the album. <laughs> but I feel like this song does, if you if you hear it, this this pulls it together if you're kind of trying to find that. but yeah. Now, this, this definitely was the song that I connected with the most when i i had listened to it right the week it came out i listened to it and my initial reaction was Ugh. <laughs> you know when you're washing dishes and you touch a little bit of gross food and you Ugh. that's kind of that's kind of my reaction but listening to this again i heard this first song and i was like oh dang i'm gonna have to say that i like it i'm gonna have to say it deserves it but then i listened to the rest of the album okay <laughs> and, <laughs> Um, and you know, I was like, okay, I really didn't like this album. There were lots of things I didn't enjoy. I can appreciate the skill, but I think some of the things that Rex was talking about, some of the repetition and, um, even the uniqueness to a fault, it comes into be their downfall. I want to point you, Chris, to this song, Boom Boom Boom, uh, that is spelled B-M-B-M-B-M. And I feel like when I listened to this song, I felt uh, the re a repeated BM was appropriate. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, just, just to preface, it, to me this sounded like Tommy Wiseau got his hand on a on a rock band. Uh, <laughs> before, before we move, just just one last thing I want to say is. You have to understand, like, a lot of the effects that they're using, like, it, it's very, it's a callback to, like, the shoegaze era. Like, My Bloody Valentine and, like, mm -hmm. Kevin Shields and stuff. Like, you can hear it in the first song. And this one, like, go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that's all I have to say about it, all too, right. so...
does not care at all. She moves with a purpose. She moves with a purpose. And it is all such a purpose. It is such a purpose. It is so... What a magnificent purpose. Moves with a purpose. It's such a purpose. It is such a purpose. It is such a purpose. It is such a magnificent purpose. She moves with such a purpose. It is so magnificent. It is a magnificent purpose. It is a magnificent purpose. She moves with a purpose. She still moves with a purpose. Moves with a purpose. It is so magnificent. It is so magnificent. It is so magnificent. And they find different ways to suck themselves off. But she does not care at all. She moves with a purpose. few things to say now that we've listened to it again um and you know here's the thing i hate it when people people say it just sounds like they're on drugs it sounds like they're on drugs they just sound like a, an old white parent oh those, those, those boys are I on just drugs a Pepsi. <laughs> just, <laughs> well exactly and a lot of great music was made on drugs okay but but sometimes you have a bad trip and this is what i feel like happened with BM, BM, BM. Um, I, one thing I really can take away, she moves with a purpose. 
and it's a magnificent purpose. And take from that what you will. She moves with a purpose. <laughs> it the vocals just they're 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 crazy, but like is it too crazy? Is it too much? Just because you're doing something complicated, intricate, and unique doesn't mean that all of those things come together to form something that is enjoyable to listen to. Yeah, I mean, if I didn't know, like, that, that singer has a very distinct voice. You take him out, and I wouldn't know that this is the same band as uh, the first song that we listened to there. 953. Yeah. 953, yeah. It's unique. Overall, though, I can say, I can say that I agree with Rex that there's a lot of really interesting and good things going on. There is a lot of really superb instrumentation um and they really are working as a unit which is really difficult with uh songs like this and songs like 953 where there's a lot of complicated rhythms where there's a lot more noise and less um uh how do i say it it's not not as melodic when it's not as melodic it's hard to come together and form something that is still cohesive and they really do pull that off but I just, I just don't think I would want to listen to this more than I have already. <laughs> yeah. I, so, I think if you take this into the context of like a live show, which when I listen to this album, I take it in the context of a live show. Like, a recording's never going to do it justice because they're doing all of these things on stage, right? This bass line, dude, it's a dum, dum. Um, and it does that the mm -hmm. entire song mm -hmm. and that's all it does but it's very gratifying whenever any drum fill comes in you're sitting here and it's like this drummer is amazing whatever like whatever this drummer is doing there, there are some parts where he's doing like a like a like a six seven double bass tom fill that mm. just sounds so good and then a lot of the effects i go back to the effects that they were using um, especially like right in the middle of the song where it starts picking up and it's just like a, it, it's, it's the growling guitars with like a really squealy, like high guitar. It, it's a total throwback to like shoegaze and, and like punk music and just the loud stuff. Right. Um, the only other thing I'd say about it that I really liked about it is their, their usage of a lot of different effects. Like, y you feel like you're in a room. You feel like you're hearing it there. Um, mm. The way that they have it recorded is what I imagine their live shows sound like. So, yeah, if you can get over the whole, like, parpus thing, like... <laughs> <laughs> Platypus. <laughs> is she moving with a porpoise? <laughs> there, there, there's a lot of good that comes out of the, the, the band. And... and when you listen to this, a song like this, you, you said it, like, it's rhythm. You're not searching for melody as much, but, like, there are specific feelings that are totally invoked just by listening to those drum fills and how it gets really loud and, and you know, I don't know. that You never lose the, the driving beat behind it, and I imagine in a live show it's the same thing. It's just... I do hope that at the live shows he's memorized all of the inflections that he uses when he talks about the purpose that she's moving with. <laughs> I mean, this is their debut single. If I would have listened to this, I don't think I would have gave him a record deal, personally. <laughs> like, unless yeah. it was a platypus show or something along That's the true. show. That's but... true. Somebody heard this song and they were like, 
give them a full album. And <laughs> maybe they were smarter than me, but I, I'm with Chris. Yeah. I don't know. There, there's also something about it. Like, they're not taking it as seriously. I, I think that's the entire album. Like, they're not trying to make something super cohesive. Like, they... they I, I imagine musicians with, like, this kind of talent would understand that the music they're putting out sounds the way that it does. Mm. You know, so this almost feels to me like, and Pitchfork says it, it's almost like anthemic for the band, the, the actual band, saying like the the sound of it, the, the lyrics that make no sense, like it's juvenile and it's fun. And that's kind of how this band got their start. They were discovered on like a 26 minute video of them just playing. And like, it was probably aggravating to some people because they were probably playing out of time for some of it, whatever, right? <laughs> but it, it, it's a callback to like earlier indie things. You've got prog, you've got shoegaze, you've got punk, you've got whatever vocal mess you want to call that boom, 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 right? Mm -hmm. But because it's a callback and they're trying to make it modern, it's got a very unique sound to it. Yeah. I know I'm not supposed to be supporting your points, but the <laughs> vocals reminded me a lot of like Serge Tankin, like uh, System of a Down. Totally, yeah. Which is totally drug-fueled music. Amazing drug-fueled music. It's something that sticks out and is so iconic to a lot of people who loved that metal, new metal sound when it was huge and was really hitting hard. So Late 90s, man. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> all right chris 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 you have to decide is this best new if in your humble opinion is this best new music i'm gonna go with no <laughs> <laughs> oh, whatever. Yeah. i mean granted this meaningless I... victory i will bask in <laughs> <it>. <laughs> i don't have background or anything like that but I can I can tell they do all have talent like raw talent all of them and they try to put it all in an album and I don't think they should have only done it in one but at the same time I don't even know if if I listened to boom 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 BM bowel movement bowel movement bowel movement <laughs> for the first one I wouldn't even give them a second chance but like I I said earlier nine five three kind of kicked it off it was a good start but I wouldn't call them the new greatest and best <laughs> on there. Well, and I'm I'm with you. I definitely will. <clears throat> I'm with you. I definitely will hold on to some of these songs. I will definitely listen to Nine Five Three again. I really enjoyed Near Detroit, Michigan, um, but songs like Western and Boom 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 not my favorites. Western started off good, but <laughs> and and I think I I come from a background of a guitar player. So for me, the ones that are more guitar driven, like I loved those songs. Like oh, yeah. and and the feel of them. It was really nice. Would I call it best new music? I tried arguing it. <laughs> I think I think for a specific taste, yeah. I think there are some people that could really, really get into it. But yeah. you're just talking to somebody off the street. They're not going to want to listen to what these guys have to offer. Well, thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more, just stay tuned. We're just going to do this all the time. Every day, pretty much. Uh, no, not that often. <laughs> but we'll be talking about another album here soon and um, giving our very informed, very humble opinions. As for now, 
We'll talk to you later. <laughs> later. <laughs> we know exactly how to end these things. <laughs>